0: So that is awesome stuff. It is Tuesday. We know what that is. It's Triumph Tuesday. This is aka Donnie Boss Live in New England with two sisters. Hey, good evening,
1: everyone. This is Janice aka Wellness Diva 5.0. And on this Triumph Tuesday at night, my gosh, there's so many different things trending. I don't even know um where to start but i will say it's birthday eve and th- the funny thing that i realized the other day let's tuesday yes triumph tuesday at night so yeah. the 21st was the 40 fir- obviously the day before your wedding and you, you and john of course just celebrated your 45th fi- 41st wedding anniversary yeah. But it also was the 41st anniversary
0: of something else. On the 20 oh, on the 22nd or the 21st? The 21st. On the 21st, uh, oh yes, yes, that was uh, a grand old time of
1: people being behind bars. Yes, yeah, so we'll just leave it at that. And if you really want to know the full story, uh, let us know, and of course we will. I forgot about that. It's it's a funny, funny. it's a funny wedding story. It sure is. It sure is. We'll just say that I got a call while I was still at work that day, and it's it's call never forget. But anyways.
0: Yes. Yes, And I just stayed in the shower with a bottle of champagne and I was good to go. But yeah, it is a funny story. And I I love those, you know, because a lot of times any kind of event, whether it's, you know, wedding, birthday, whatever, you always have those quirky memories of that one year, you know, or in this case, it was the eve of, but that adds to, you know, the quality of the stories that you tell from, you know, long ago.
1: Yes, you know, and of course it makes you think that, you know, people that were in your life at that time and you know, all those good memories too. Mm-hmm. Excuse
0: me. Nora, One guy uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say before we get too far uh much further, before I forget, I want to give a big shout out. 90th birthday today to Mame, uh Liz Lyman's mother um she is a sweetheart she just turned 90 and she always goes she loves going to Maine and she actually goes to this lobster place and you know she said I'm celebrating my 90th and she had a mac and cheese grilled no she had a grilled cheese lobster grilled cheese sandwich she said it was amazing. They gave her extra lobster. So I thought that was pretty cool. 90 years old, what a milestone. She still gets around. Uh, of course, she's not driving anymore. Uh, she does have the aid of a, uh, you know, one of those, like what dad had, the automatic um, wheelchair, but she she gets up, she moves around and still has that spunk. So God bless her. Uh, and, you know, she's, she's celebrating it with her daughters and her grandchildren and her great grandchildren. So it's pretty cool. 90 years old today wow
1: that is amazing so happy birthday Meme! Um, yeah. oh my gosh beautiful
0: yeah she's a sweetheart she's a little hot ticket and she just she cracks me up so you know i i actually called her today i said hi she was oh i'm right in the middle she was at a gift shop buying jams and she was telling me all about her lunch and it was of course a beautiful day May. so she she was having a she was having a good old time and uh, god bless her uh you know it's just nice to see You know, people in that age bracket, which, you know, obviously that narrows uh, at 90 years old. And, you know, once you get into that period of your life and to see someone still healthy, really, uh, the vitality is still there. And really, and she's really just loving life, you know, with all her her family. So it's it's, um, pretty sweet.
1: That is awesome. That is awesome. Wow. 90 years young. Yeah
0: exactly so what's trending well games games are trending in the house that i am at with the grandchildren and we uh what do we we've been playing pickleball almost every morning or you know early afternoon so we're getting in some great games that way jed and papa have been playing a lot of soccer uh reagan's been playing pickleball but what's really trending is the different board games we've been playing so i just got off of a lot of card games we played war we also played the memory game which is you know a bunch of different little squares and they're real thick cardboard and they got pictures on them and you have to obviously make the match so I have uh, uh, zero to, to two in that game war I think I'm zero to three and what else did we play we played uh, this other game where you have three cards and it's a picture of all these different things. And then you have other cards that you have to see if that's in your picture. And they're really, they've got that that game down pat uh, that might score there at zero to one. But I finally won two games in a row and it was Old Maid. <laughs> so, wow, there you go. And the person that lost took it very with grace. I was very surprised. Oh, okay. But it wasn't Johnny, it was Ray Ray. She, she said, this, this game's over, like, twice in a row, loser, I'm done. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've been playing a lot of, like, board games and fun games outside. It was obviously another beautiful day in New England. We sat at the pool for quite a bit. And then, like I said, we did, you know, yard games and pickleball. So it's been uh, just really enjoying and, and loving to see them enjoy, you know, the weather as well as, you know, just having fun with them
1: that is so awesome and and, you know that's always a good thing and um you know as I was walking out today (laughs) the peonies yes the peonies that are out in um in our yard and I, I don't know, for whatever reason I think of uh Princess Ray Ray with the just the pretty, you know, I think it reminds me of her, you know, all her beautiful dresses when she's in the different pageants. Something about that flower that reminds me of Princess Ray Ray. And boy, are these these bushes or whatever they call them are they're just
0: really starting might to pop us. out now uh, that's that's awesome and we may uh we may head in that direction tomorrow they actually have a modeling gig that the uh, family is doing which is an all-day event so we uh we might might head that way so we uh, I would love to see them you know I want to try to see if I can even go to Elizabeth Park and see the tulips because those are all in bloom You know, and it's just the springtime in New England is unique because of their flowers. Like in Florida, we have different seasons when different, you know, different uh, flowers come out. And we are blessed, so blessed that something's always coming out. Even in certain winter months, even some of the the bushes are just bright. And you feel like they're flowers, but maybe they're not. Their leaves might be. Uh, The one thing I have been noticing out here, which has been... In abundance. So, we're, you know, want to give everyone a heads up, especially in uh, Massachusetts. I'm not sure this is happening everywhere. Uh, The ticks, the ticks are out in full blast. And we were sitting at the pool house playing cards out there. And actually, it was Judd and I that were playing cards. And literally, he was like, and, you know, ticks are hard to kill, but he had two stones that he kept using. And, you know, we're really just double checking that you know your socks your shoes your hairline your body that you know because they can just get on your clothes and you can walk right in the house with them so we've been diligent about really checking our body and our clothes and hair and neck you know anywhere that's you know you know especially broadside playing pickleball you get a little sweaty Mm -hmm. i don't know how if that's going on in connecticut but man there's tons of freaking ticks here (laughs) and they're ticking me off
1: yeah you ticked off at the ticks yes yeah yeah yeah, you know, it, it's that time of year. And of course, you know, we just uh, about a month ago, switched out the monster's uh, collar there. Um, it seems to be doing its thing. So that's always a good thing. And you check your pets as well. You still need to yes. check, you know, even though they do have the collar and that that sort of thing. It's okay. just, you know, it's, it's good
0: common sense for sure. Oh, it absolutely yes. So I have not been on really social media other than to post a few things and then I'm off. What's trending that you've seen, or anything that pops out with you? Because I know y'all well, popping. <laughs>
1: um I would have to say that, you know, out of all like the different social media platforms, um, since Elon Musk took over Twitter, I really am enjoying Twitter so much more now. So. Right. As far as trending or triumphs, um, something very important is happening tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. on Twitter. Elon Musk will be um, in one of the, I think they call it um, town something. I'm I'm messing up. Town hall, something like that, of that nature, where a certain governor from the state of Florida will be having a discussion with Elon and will potentially be um that's when he will introduce that he's you know
0: running going to more the more the more the merrier in the race i think that gives people you know a really good avenue uh everyone that in there i think is amazing but I'm going to give a big but, and the reason why I'm giving that big but is no one uh, in any of the categories thus far, whether they're senators, former governors, whatnot, have the experience that Trump has. But not only that, it's the world stage piece. We are in such a crisis as a country between the border, between drilling, between you know what's going on with these foreign, you know foreign countries that are, you know, pursuing pieces of the pie that is the United States of America. They, although I think they all could potentially eventually be good, I just don't think it's their time. I think, you know, and and everyone goes to the old standby uh, regarding Trump you know, in his mouth. I think thus far he's been doing a good job of kind of wheeling that in. Do I always like it when he opens up his trap? <laughs> no, but the bottom line is, I have never questioned his loyalty to its citizens. And the reason why I say that is everything that he's that he's endured. Uh, obviously, the Durham report. For those that did not, you know, believe what many people did believe. You know you've been proven wrong uh and and the proof is in the pudding you know the uh, durham was uh, the durham report was a very uh non-biased uh element and it took like forever and you know they always kept coming that it's coming out it's coming out it's coming out and i'm glad in some regards that it didn't come out right away because it really showed the integrity of the actual investigation that, no, we're not gonna rush. We're not gonna fabricate. We're gonna get down to the dirty and figure this out. And, he, and, and it did, the report absolutely did that. Although, like I said, for many, they already believed, they already knew because the evidence was pretty pretty outstanding of what went down. So, you know, it has implicated many other questions for the current administration and so it should. So I'm happy about that. Again, I think it's great that the you know the GOP leaders are coming together, and we're going to get a nice variety. I think any of them would be suitable for to be a vice president for sure, because they would get a real good feel as to really how bad uh, things are. And if people think you know they keep saying oh you know his approval rating, uh, and I'm not one to b- necessarily believe in stats unless it's truly a non biased. Uh, author and that's few and far between the only one i would I, the only one right now i would trust to do a legitimate stat would be elon musk that, that, that's the only person in the world that i would trust that he would put exactly what that is so you know those that you know claim that the current stats that are not favorable to the current administration You know, I'm not sure how how worthy they are. I'm not sure how accurate they are, but I don't need a stat to tell me how bad he's doing. I don't need a stat uh, when I look at the gas pump and he keeps talking about, you know, gas is coming down in prices. You inherited it at $1.89, buddy. (laughs) So while, yeah, you think they're coming down. uh, That is a direct reflection of what he did to stop our own our own way of being independently uh, from from oil and be independent from our from other countries and everything that he's undone within the first, you know, 72 hours of his administration has proved to be detrimental And anyone that has their, you know, I want to say, you know, the, the common thing they say is you got your head in the sand. Yeah. Uh, they, they got their head in the shitter. As far as I'm going to say, your head is in the shitter. You hear it first from me, your head is in the shitter. Because if you don't really understand or have a blindfold, or you're still watching CNN or MSNBC, shame on you that you are not changing the channel, or don't even bother changing the channel. Do your own due diligence. Uh, there are many alternative ways to get information regarding our country, regarding local news. There's a many, 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 uh, and, and I would encourage people to get your ho- get your head out of the shitter and start really understanding that this country is, is lost right now. It's not uh, irredeemable. We are always redeemable. And this country will come back stronger than ever with the right people. But I sadly don't think other than uh, Trump that he, while again, he's got his, his flaws, I like that he's got flaws. I like that he's not phony. I like that he's not polished, uh, because let's face it, when we get pissed off of what's going on in our, our big G, when we get pissed off of the alphabet agencies that be, we talk, we say it like it is. So I want the person in charge to say it like it is. Call them out, fire them all. And I, the first person I like to see fired, that should be a question we should ask our viewers and listeners. Who would be the first person you would like to be fired. I'm going to go with uh, the acronym and uh, FFF BBBBI, and I'm going to go with Chris, and it's not Christopher Columbus. <laughs> gotcha. Yes,
1: and which brings me to the next point. You know, last week with MTG was hashtag Impeachment Week. Um, so, <laughs> what I don't, and I was trying to look up this information today you know, you always should try to educate yourself or, you know, like look things up for yourself. There, right. You can find different things. Like what is the next process? Okay, so they've been filed. So now what happens? I'm trying to understand that process of it because we haven't had, heard too much more other than, um, you know, what, what people are saying on Twitter, what they are referring to and the other thing on Twitter that I've seen a lot of speaking of the uh presidential um GOP and everything going on is um different polls and surveys like who who would you vote for other than a lot of them today other than Trump
0: or DeSantis who would you vote for like in, oh that's in, a, that's an interesting one and the other thing you know as we we learned from the past view, uh circus elections um that the the front runners and or the early stages of who's ahead is not necessarily who's gonna win that is that is correct and yeah, i thought because i don't you think i mean we, we talked about you know that And a lot of people still fall back on, oh, it is a uh, conspiracy theory. Uh, You know, to me, what is pretty, pretty bold uh, and pretty blank is uh, it's a blank page, but it's not a blank page. I do believe the evildoers at hand, you know, they they decide who's going to get in. And who's not going to get in? And let's see, let's swap it around for next year. Let's swap it around for four years to give this false sense of that the American citizen that has the right to vote is feeling confident in the system. That system sucks. (laughs) Although I have to say in Florida, as we've talked about, um, you know, one of the biggest states in the U.S., they also have early mail-in Mail-in voting, uh, obviously for our servicemen and women, but also, you know, if you're not going to be there. And guess what? Those are all counted, and at the t- time that the polls close, you know, with a very short period of time, the, what the results are. Now, right. Florida can do it, and we have to show our ID. And I have no problem with my ID being shown. No one in Florida has their, has it is although to the contrary. There's a lot of people, I guess, funny thing that was, I capture that was uh, trending, was, of course, the ladies in the morning on The View, uh, really pushing that, you know, Florida is a state not to move in, that we are racist, that we're white supremacist that we're homophobic. um, And then apparently with the LGBTQ, P there's numbers now, uh, they were going over that, like the damn thing is so long, I can't even keep track of it. It is a bunch of baloney. I can't even believe that that show is still on, to be honest with you.
1: Well, yeah, because the, what I found very interesting about all those schmucks from The View, because the, to me, they're schmucks. Um, obviously, they have a right to voice their their opinions. But the NAACP has de- determined a, um, you know, a they trap. Oh. <laughs> a travel ban and I'm thinking
0: yes that's what why, it was like that.
1: why travel haven't ban. they done that for Chicago
0: I I know I mean you want to put a travel ban for Florida but oh let's come into Chicago Chicago where every other day there's like 10,000 well that's an exaggeration but there's multiple murders okay it's uh, horrible. black on black on black crime is hideous they're not dealing with that Uh, that is one thing that I love that um Senator Scott Um, talks about, and I like that he does, you know, as a black man, I mean, he's been, he's been, he's been putting up with his own or not his own, but his, uh, you know, outside set of rules and, you know, kind of drilling him on certain things because of the, the, the color of his skin, which I think is the most bizarre, stupid thing that these, they keep pushing racism left and right and yes, we know, you know, you got black and white, you have night and day, you have good and bad, you have, uh, you know, uh, evil versus, you know, goodness, you have uh, all si- sorts of sides of a coin. So, of course, in, in a world of sinners, you're going to have, you know, things that aren't going right. But at the end of the day, a lot of these percentages are just that. They're not as, as big or as widespread as everyone thinks they are. And they're cramming it down. And you've got a small group of people. And I don't, I don't uh, I don't disregard that it does happen. Of course it does, but it's not most people, black and white, that's the furthest thing from their mind. They just want people to live peacefully and happily. I mean, I even the kids in school, you know, they're not looking at the kids' color. Oh, I can't talk to you because you're, you know, you're brown or you're white or you're black or you're, you know, yellow. They're not doing all that nonsense. It's the flipping stupid adults.
1: Right. Oh, because l- let's, face it, let's face it, all of that is, in my opinion, is learned.
0: Oh, of course it is. It's learned it behavior. Absolutely,
1: absolutely learned. And it's just beyond um and I want to say you know I always believe in hope let me start out by saying that I always believe in hope but this morning as I (coughs) catch up on a few news things I like doing that and I'm just
0: like stay away from it like the plague
1: and then the NAACP thing and I'm like just shaking my
0: head no it's all about division don't you think it's all about like the division and divide it it, it absolutely is and you know evil lives people we we are staring at it every single day and sadly those in charge are pushing an evil agenda to make people mad to make people stressed to make people feel angry and most importantly like you said hopelessness they want you to feel hopelessness like there's no way out and when you make someone feel they're defeated when you make someone feel that there's no alternative there's there's no goodness in the world there's no kindness there's no grateful hearts there's no blessings people get depressed they get upset they get aggravated and they feel a sense of why Why bother? It's hopeless. And that's what they want. They want the mentality of the American citizen to feel all these negative feelings. And we live, even in these current times, we live in an abundance country. We have all people from all backgrounds that pour out kindness, that pour out grateful hearts, that work really hard, that want the country to, to, Uh, flourish, that they want, you know, entrepreneurs to have that freedom spirit of being their own boss. They want to be energy independent. They want, you know, economics to get in line with the average American. Those things all can be accomplished. And a lot of them are already being they're there. It's just the narrative of these meatballs that really Either their hatred for the US is so evident that people are blind, or they really just don't care what people think. They are just gonna do whatever they want because they're pushing, and I truly believe this, and this is my opinion, I truly believe that they're pushing a socialist uh, agenda to make people feel bad, to to have no hope in the future. I, I am very hopeful for the future, even, even in the current status of what we're going through. I am hopeful for the future. You know, I'm hoping that things turn around and they can, they still can be. And that's the point. And that's why you need someone who's been put through the ringer every single day of the presidency and still came out with accomplishments. This schmuck, and that's what he is, this schmuck that's currently in the administration has I can't think of one thing of an accomplishment that he's done other than to destroy. I I really can't. And I'm sure there's maybe some small things. I don't know where they are, but uh, you know, obviously because he's done so much bad, he's done so much destruction. That's all people are going to remember. Even if he's got some good things, which is sad because he does have the ability to, change it around but he he just doesn't want to or the people that are controlling him don't want to well i would have to say it's the latter
1: uh-huh. yeah because no. there's a
0: part of me there's a part of me that he doesn't even realize what's going on i'm gonna just go out there and say it well you know I think that's absolutely true i mean did you
1: see him come off of a um the helicopter marine force one i think they marine one or whatever yeah. and what so he do you do when he came back from japan he looked like a deer in the headlights he was just like not with it like and i was like oh my god is he in a fall like yeah.
0: you were, uh, as you i know saw, what, that, and i you know and what i think is sad is most decent and humans and americans think him being in this position while obviously he's doing a lot of destruction he's not fit why would you want to put someone that you love in that predicament or why would you want your party to put someone in that predicament he is not well i don't care what anybody says i don't care blah 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 blah. he's too old number one uh, you know And not to say that someone his same age can be on point and that can't be articulate, that uh, have mental clarity, mental awareness, because there's many that do. He does not. And he's been his health has been feeling for a while now. And this garbage that there's nothing wrong with him, you know, that's why that's why anything that comes out of their office it's not, it's not credible. It's just not credible. You, you turn it off. You say, this is nothing. This is not going to be nothing but lies. And I don't want to deal with it.
1: Well, you know, it, it goes to the point, you know, uh, when KGP there is at, at our podium attempting to answer questions. <laughs> when yeah when you see what's happening specifically let's say at the border and a question is asked at with her at the podium in the press room um about the border she says something completely opposite and it's like what do you think people are stupid they are not you i just like shake my head
0: well, my prediction is that both of them will go down as the worst in history. Y- you know, and there's, you know, there's been others that have been really, really bad, but I have to say the two of them, it is, they'll, they'll go down in history as, a, you know, a circus, as uninformed, um, but dangerous. They're both dangerous, very dangerous people of what they've done to our country, dangerous. So you're talking about whoever comes in office has to have, Thick skin, because heads should roll. To start clean, you're not going to clean out the entire deep doo doo. uh, That would, you know, that you. But they got to start not only peeling layers. They've got to get to the stinky onion way down and deep, uh, as deep as they can go. And there's not many that have not only the experience of dealing with a dirty administration and a dirty party. He's the only one. Whether whether you like when he opens his mouth or not, he is the only one, not only that can endure because his family's been put through hell and back, but I've never seen a president in my lifetime work as hard as him. You don't see the lights going out at the White House at 7.30 p.m. because it's milk and cookie time. You don't see him hiding in a basement. He's out there with the people, for the people, by the people period. And there's no other man in my book. I don't care. I, I even have friends that are uh, staunch Republicans and they, they'll they argue that point with me. And when we don't argue it. We talk about it. And like we do like him, but oh, you know, I, I don't think he, he, we could win with him. You most certainly can't because he's the only one for who that can can roll his sleeves up and work his butt off to make that necessary change that we need and start to clean house. It's not gonna get, it's not gonna get done in uh, the first four years. The amount of damage that's been done, we're talking a long time to recover, but he could at least get through a lot of the shista and prepare the office for that next person, which I think is one of the ones that will will run for the primary, will be set up better in 4 years from that time frame. That's 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 my hope. Uh and I'm putting it out there in the universe. I'm doing it right live on the podcast. I am not ashamed to say I'm a Trump supporter. Uh that's just how it is. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: absolutely. And and I think the the travesty with the other with the Democratic Party is the DNC has stated that um there's not going to be a presidential debate. And I think that is a travesty for any party. Um, you know, obviously you have RFK Jr., um, who I personally think is definitely going to get the nomination. That that's my prediction. Obviously I can, can can be completely wrong. Um, but wouldn't it be nice for all of the voters, not just Democrats, but for conservatives, for Republicans, whatever. To see Democratic candidates debate. And then, of course, whoever is the party nomination, you know, each other debates one another. I mean, that's the fundamentals
0: of an election. You know, you put them on the spot. You add n- none of these uh, pre, uh, okay, I know who's calling on me. What question is going to be asked? And I'm going to rehearse that for 10 days before I do it. That is not what I'm referring to. A very, I mean, that was one thing that Trump did when he was in New Hampshire a couple weeks ago, which I absolutely loved, is he just, he kept taking questions. You know, he didn't need no cue cards. He didn't need to know uh, what scum of a reporter was going to ask him a question. He didn't care. Um, and... The questions were coming from the people, mm-hmm. so he's he, he doesn't know these people. Obviously, they're they're there to support him, but they're randomly asking questions, and they were great questions. And he kept saying, "Okay, a few more, a few more." Like he didn't cut people off, he didn't like run off the stage or have to be guided off the stage, or you know, uh, basically roped and tied to get him off the stage. He stayed there with the people to answer to the people. That is the point of a debate for everyone to be able to witness how a candidate, number one, will hold up under pressure, but also answer the flipping question that that are on the citizen's mind. And then of course you get those different debates where again, they're controlled by the media with a certain agenda. So I prefer myself, I prefer a town hall style meeting, with uh, away from the traditional sense because those are cooked right from the get-go. I want to see something that's not cooked I want something raw I want something natural I want more citizens in the audience to be the ones to ask the questions not these so-called reporters who suck and that you know, again they their bias screams at every question they ask and then you see who they're targeting I don't want any of that crap I think, uh, I think it should be held on Twitter. I think Elon Musk could run it. You know, you get somebody in there that truly can say, hey, we can stand up to the heat. We are going to ask some tough questions. No one's going to get any favoritism. Everyone's going to get a, the same amount of time. Everyone's going to get the right to, re, to do a rebuttal. You know, still be timed. You can still run it very organized and smooth. But god help us i mean we need we need that to be gutted out that whole debate system to be gutted out as well because we've uh, already, it's already proven all these acronym media outlets they got their own agenda which well, aligns with they, the democratic right. party
1: they they all certainly do and the other thing is what drives me up the flipping law okay nobody wins a debate no You know who who wins something is you win something like when you're elected. A debate is subjective and objective. Therefore, you can't say, oh, uh, President Trump won the debate. Oh, this one won the debate. Did one maybe do, um, um, in your opinion, do a little bit better than the other? Yes, but I'm sorry, people. Nobody wins a debate.
0: No, they don't. And it, to me, it's based on their performance. How well did they actually answer? Because, you you know, that that's one of the things of a debate that pisses me off is some just don't answer the freaking question. People don't want to have like a two second answer. And then, you know, their, their, you know, agenda pops in or, you know, they give something like even uh, I can't remember where it was. It might have been. One of the less, uh, uh, you know, state of the union addresses or something to that fact, and they they curtail it to their agenda. No, people want to hear that a question is asked, and that the the actual answer has to do with the actual question instead of this going off. Uh, I think what we you see from a winner or loser perspective, who managed to answer the questions, who perform well under. Uh, you know, pressure, who rebuttaled well. So to me, it's all about uh, learning what you can by the answer, but then also who's postured, who can handle the heat, because guess what, if you can't handle the heat of the debate, how are you going to handle what's going, across, you know, against our enemies? You have to be able to uh, stand on your own two feet, be, a, be, be postured, be firm, be confident in your Uh, answers, not this whole, you're juggling and mumbling and hiding in the basement and all that So for me, that's the only way that you could determine who presented themselves well. Other than that, like you said, you can't really predict who's a winner unless, you know, you got someone who did answer a question, got pissy and stormed off, then yeah, I guess you could say somebody else is a winner. Uh, I've never seen that happen, but you know, never say never. (laughs) Ove. And
1: on that note, <laughs> triumph Tuesday at night. Yes. And what have you triumphed over? We talked about some real spicy stuff today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's transpiring. Um I, of course, tomorrow evening will be uh, monitoring what's going on Twitter uh, Twitter to see see and hear of course they've got that um similar to clubhouse and the wisdom audio app which is which is a pretty cool feature on
0: twitter so uh, gonna, i think i'm i think I'm, I'm gonna have to put my twitter I, I have not had twitter on any of my apps for forever um i just took it off and but I, maybe i'm gonna have to put it on for that
1: yeah it, sh- it should be uh pretty interesting for sure and that that uh, and on that note, we hope that you have an amazing um, Tuesday evening. Uh, my name is Janice aka Steva 5.0 and I'm with two
0: sisters and this is Carol who so aka Nani Boss, uh, getting ready to see I'm gonna have to check myself out make sure I got no ticks before I go in the house. Uh, we want you to enjoy Triumph Tuesday. What have you triumphed over? you know was it something that you know was impacting your mindset? Maybe, you know, you almost derailed from something, whether it was your schedule, whether it was your fitness, whether you yeah, were tempted, you were tempted a little bit to, you know, dive into that whole chocolate cake and you, you backed off and said, not going to be sugar is not going to, not going to win me today, whatever it was, maybe you try because you made your bed. Give yourself a pat in the back and say, hey, I did a good job triumphing over that. And guess what? I can add that to my kudos to myself on Fantabulous Friday. Anyways, we see you tomorrow for Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, you know, a little birthday going on uh, as she talks about her week-long birthday, which a lot of people do that nowadays. So it's kind of cool. Anyways, enjoy your evening. We will see you tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.